0: Welcome to the Purpose and Profit Club podcast for nonprofit leaders, mission-driven creatives, and social entrepreneurs. Get ready to stop dreaming and start doing. Here, ideas become action. We prioritize purpose and profit. You ready? Let's go. All right. Welcome, friends. We've got my friend, Holly Rustic. I'm so excited to get her on the podcast. We've been WhatsApping back and forth, and she is here today. If you're new to her work, which I don't know how you could be. She is from the like so popular grant writing and funding podcast. She is a grant writer. She is a coach. She's an all around enthusiastic, fabulous person. Welcome to the podcast, Holly Rustic.
1: Sina, you know, I'm so excited to be here because you've been on my podcast, Grant Writing and Funding, a couple of times. And I love that. So I was like, hey, I see you have a podcast. <laughs> I was like, What's up? So this is so fun. I love that you're doing this um, and you're just like, picking, but like you came in and you're like, I'm at, I'm going to be at 74 podcast episodes already this year. I was like, you go girl. That's amazing. That's amazing. So congratulations on
0: your podcast. I'm super excited. I love it. I think it's great. So yeah, congratulations. Thank you so much. So I want to jump right in. When we were talking about the conversation that we wanted to just really dig into for this episode, you said something. I was like, Yep. here's the booking link. Come on. You said my spicy belief. My spicy yes. belief is, and let's lay it. I don't even want to say it, I want you to say it. Tell me what your yeah. hot take is in this I nonprofit world.
1: It. Yes, yeah, yes, I couple hot takes. And I've been in the nonprofit world for uh, <laughs> a couple decades, so yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not at that age, but I've been, yeah, more than 20 years. And my spicy beliefs, and one of them is like, quit your toxic nonprofit job. Like, you might be like, what? I'm in. And you want me to get out and we're going to talk about a variety of reasons of why you should and why freelancing may be a better fit for you. Um And we're going to talk about that. My other spicy belief, because then I have objections then about, well, but my J-O-B is like security. It's like you know, I, I can depend on it. And I say, if you're in a nonprofit, your job is not secured. Your freelance business will be your job security, <laughs> your financial stability, your emotional stability is where it's going to be. So, and we're going to
0: dive deep into this because yes. a lot of you might just like ruffle
1: some feathers, and that's yes. okay. That's okay, because I got you. So we're going to. And away. maybe we
0: should take a slight detour, which is tell us a tiny bit about your background, because I know you from the course and coaching sector. I know you as my- my go-to expert, if somebody's like help grants, help strategic planning, I'm like, go talk to Holly. But give us a little taste about, about how you got into this work and and what you've been up to the past decade-ish. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I love the work, you know, as far as like the causes of nonprofits and I am not dissing that at all. So just to like my disclaimer, I love the work, but you know, for me personally, getting into the nonprofit is kind of like a lot of people, it was kind of like an accidental kind of like, you know, pushing. But I started actually um, way back during the Asian tsunami. And I got a job in Indonesia. And I was there for a nonprofit. And I was there working and, you know, just really realized that, oh, I'm actually writing grants right now before I even knew what I was doing, because it was just connecting community to money, right? So I was like mission to money, connecting mm-hmm. it. I mean, on. So I was like boots on ground for all the uh, local, like local just groups of people trying to get funding for the big UN organization. So I was like, I'll help you because we're just a little startup nonprofit. And I love that. And then I went to DC and I really learned how to do the actual grant writing and all the things and was freelance grant writing, but also working in nonprofits in a lot of different ways. Right. So, um, Of course, when I worked inside nonprofits, a lot of times it was as a grant writer because I had a lot of experience in writing grants. And what I found was that I looked at the budgets of nonprofits, right? So I understood how hard it was for them to fund a staff grant writer and to how hard it is for them to fund a lot of staff positions. And a lot of this goes back to, it's really not the nonprofit's fault, right? Mm -hmm. It's the way nonprofits have, especially in the US, have been incorporated as 501C3s. So we go back to like when that was really happening, the federal government was kind of as a turn to the civil rights movement. Basically, the federal government said we want to funnel more monies out to community programs, right? But they had, which is great but they had some strings attached. One of those, you cannot politically lobby as a 501c3. There are certain 501s that you can, but the most, the most, the biggest one is a 501c3 that most of you probably are because you have more ability to get more grants that way, but you cannot politically lobby. And they really decided we're going to give it to programs, individual services. So that's why it's so hard for you all to get prevention grants. That's why it's so hard for you to get general operating, not to say that they're not out there, but they're fewer and far between versus the individual services. So it's very much a paradigm shift of, civil rights movement, social change. And we are going through that again right now. And a lot of you are developing nonprofits because you want to access some of this money. But do you see how that can be a problem then, especially how to fund your staff? Because a lot of, especially grant writers, can't be paid out for things they do before the grant is funded. So it can be very difficult and that's where it gets really toxic. There's also a lot of things in nonprofits. So I'm just going to dive kind of right into this area as far as like, because of how that system is set up, there's then follows a lot of like, well, we can't offer health benefits. Well, we can't do this. Well, we can't do that. Right. We want you to work weekends because it's for the cause. Right. So there's a lot of like guilt, toxic system set up behavior. And y'all might be resonating with that right now, but especially Mm -hmm. as a grant writer, with as a staff position in a nonprofit, how you are paid a lot of times because you can't really be paid as a grant writer sometimes, right? There's ways to loophole it, but a lot of times what they do is say you can be a program manager, a case manager, or this, but really we hired you to write grants. So now you got two full time jobs, but you're just getting paid for one, right? And we know with grants, never ending deadlines, you're working weekends, you're working, etc., and you really not getting paid, your health is suffering, your family life is suffering, and a lot
0: of suffering, but then it's for the cause. That's right.
1: And you and can I, still and work I, for the cause yes. and take
0: care of yourself. <laughs> but, I think so. everyone is collectively nodding along with me on a lot of that. And one of the big trends we've seen this past year, and really it's it's kind of fever pitching, is burnout and churn in this industry. Because people are, it's like a reaction to feeling like, well, you got to work nights and weekends. You got to figure this out. Oh, this this board member just found out about this grant. Can we apply for it? And you're like, oh, right, right. And so talk to me about the benefit of why somebody should consider coming to the other side, the other wild side, the consultant, the freelance world that we love so, so much. Let's talk about that.
1: Yeah. And I think, and I'll just share some of my story and weave it in here as well Is one of the reasons I left the nonprofit I was working at was because I was in that place. I was totally burned out. I'm a single mom, right? I was feeling guilty if I had to go pick her up or if she's sick and I'm working through the nights when she's sick, like all the things, right? And I'm not saying you're not going to have seasons of your business, but really this was on a perpetual cycle loop, right? Because grants are always coming up and then i you always do also do the grant management because now you want all these grants. So do that. So it was just like, constantly I just felt so like it was such a toxic environment for my health, for my family, for everything. Right. So for me, I was like, very scared in a lot of sense to like quit my job and go full time. But I did because I realized like I had freelance, like here and there on the side in the past. And I was like, I'm just going to do this. But my job had taken up so much of my time that I hadn't really even been uh-huh. doing it on the side. Right. For a while. So I, there was a fear. I'm a single mom. There's a lot on the line. There's a lot uh-huh. of risk. And when I wrote my resignation letter, like in to all my point of contacts because I had a lot of point of contacts, right? Like I'm the grant writer. I know all the, the people and just letting them know, hey, I'm leaving. And just to let you know, I'll be leaving the organization and uh, because I'm opening my own business. Like I went yep. out like that. Yep. I got clients right away. I got clients through my resignation letter. Oh, like, that makes me so happy. Yeah. I got my anchor clients and I was like, whoa, before I even knew what like an anchor client was, like I did this yep. way back in the day. right? <laughs> so yep. I was like jumping in and I don't encourage everyone to jump in like it is nice to have a net And definitely I have set up in my program, the Freelance Grant Writer Academy, like my lessons learned, right? And how to do these things um, like with systems in place. So you have more nets available, but because there's such a demand for, especially grant writers, but other nonprofit consultants as well, right? And because we can shift the conversation to the nonprofit to say, actually it's more beneficial to hire me as a freelancer then as a staff, because then you don't have to pay for my taxes, my benefits, my office, mm-hmm. my computer. Da, 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 da. You mm-hmm. don't have to manage me. You don't have to think about me forever on payroll and always like ah uh, stressing out about that. Where I can come in, maybe charge half as much as I was getting put paid as an employee. Right? Your rates are going to be different, y'all. We're going to talk about that. We can. Yeah. But you. Yep have multiple clients then and you can have very clear boundaries. That's right. I only write Grants six weeks out minimum. I, I do not work. Yes. In general, right. Yes. I only write X amount of grants and this is what we're going to write for X amount of money. Right away, you have a different relationship with the executive director as a consultant versus staff. You can control your boundaries more. And because you can take multiple clients and you can set up systems to work with clients with repetitive systems of what you do, grant templates, et cetera, right? Then it's easier for you to make more money and to have more time and just to work with the causes you totally believe in. That's right. You have so much more choice. choice. And jobs. like. Your job security has just increased because what I've seen so many people have come into my program because they've gotten fired, laid off. They've Uh had to quit. Uh The grant that they were under didn't get renewed. So they- There you go. Off, right. All the things. You have no control over what happens within nonprofit. Nonprofits' budgets, you all know, are very tenuous. They're very like, you know, dynamic. So it's okay. If you lose one client, you can get another one.
0: Hey Changemaker, the Purpose and Profit Club coaching program is open now and you can save $1,000 for a limited time. Now I'm running Outreach Genius live during the month of May. This is my prospecting and outreach sprint. We've had organizations upgrade donors and get $125,000 gifts after one session of this program. We've had organizations boldly ask for more, boldly prospect, Cultivate brand new revenue streams, whether it's partners, sponsors, ambassadors, or individual donors. You need to be inside. If you want more information, go to splendidcourses.com forward slash club. You know what's coming to mind is this idea of the culture of a nonprofit. And I often kind of joke, but no, really. I'm too much of a wild horse now to ever go to a nine to five, right? Like I'm just too, I'm too much. Like I, I don't like things to go slow. I like to be able to voice my opinion. If I can see a faster, more impactful way, I want to do that. And I think sometimes when you're stuck in the structure, whether it's like the org chart structure or the cultural structure of an organization, it is really hard to speak up. It is really hard to say, let's go after this one and not this one. But when you're a consultant, you guys you get to like, you have your own organizations, no (laughs) culture. You get to say, you know what? That doesn't fit for me. Or here's how I will take this on, but in this way. And it's so fun. And you're expected. Think about that. You're expected
1: to step up like that. If you're just like, do anything like they're going to step all over you there's no respect like that it's like but if you step up and you're like this is how we run our organization we onboard this way you come in with your nonprofit. then we're going to look for this many grants and we're going to write x amount of grants in this
0: time frame this is what's going to happen
1: they're like thank you You, now i don't have to think about that like that's such a and it
0: actually is a service to them to be clear to be like very specific and clear and sometimes bold right and sometimes they may be like oh wow okay and you're yeah. going to dig into this. You have a webinar coming up. I want to make sure everybody knows that it's happening. So yeah. tell us a little bit, what will what will attendees get from that webinar? Anyone who's like, okay, this is interesting, but dot, 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 like say more. Yeah,
1: definitely come. So it is on January 10th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. So even if you're working full-time, you got the evening to show up. There mm-hmm. will be a replay, but you do have to register for it. And it is quit your toxic nonprofit job and replace your full-time income with grant writing. So we are going to talk about, you're going to walk away knowing how that's a possibility for you, right? We're going to really get into the nitty grittiness of it as far as like what what does the grant world look like out there? How can Mm -hmm. you actually, why is it saturated or not? And it's not, Mm -hmm. right? We're going to talk about that. And we're also going to talk about like how you actually can do this to replace your income. So if you're making 40000 a year, $100,000 a year, yep. you can replace your full-time income plus, right? Because you also have to pay for your taxes. You have to pay for certain things because you might've heard that before and that freaked you out. Let me yep. tell you, it's not as much as you think it is. And it's, and it's going to give you like the ability to really make that decision. Is this right for me, right? Do I need to start this as a side hustle and have an mm-hmm. exit strategy at a certain time? Or, you know, just in case, like that's what it gives you power to do. It might yes. give you, you start a freelance business on the side, no matter what it is, a side hustle. What it does is it gives you more like power because you see, okay, inflation goes up. Like even though my paycheck isn't going up, you yep. know, in response to that, I have some yeah. extra income or my boss is like dumping this on me or this is a yep. very, yep. I'm feeling very like this is not healthy. Now I can step up and ask for a raise. It actually gives you like, the empowerment, like you feel more empowered just because you have more financial stability, right? And what that does for your brain is really
0: impressive. (laughs) A hundred percent. Yeah. And there there are some of us who are like, nope, I'm all in. I want to do this consulting business. Yes. And there are many of us, including myself, who was like total side gig until I figured it all out because I had a mortgage to pay. I just also wanted that, that safety net and I get that. And now with kids too, it's like, I would imagine if I was in, in my, those shoes now, I would also say, okay, how do I do this? So maybe I'm writing an extra grant or two a month and what would that do for my family? And and then going, okay, my favorite part about being an entrepreneur is you guys, we do not have to keep nine to five hours. Like my kid's program is he's playing saxophone. I cannot wait for him to play. Mary had a little lamb. Oh my gosh. I get to go to it. It's the middle of the day. I've blocked my calendar. I don't have to ask anyone's permission. It's not a problem. And yeah, Yeah, all all of that great stuff is. So let's dig into. I want to talk about the income piece because I feel like that's a big thing for people. Is like, I get it. Like it can be really hard to say, okay, but right now I'm making fifty thousand dollars a year, and how, how it feels too big and too far away. Who would I even ask? Where would these clients come from, Holly? Like, how do we give people like Bite-sized actual, because I know you've got people in the academy right now where it's like, what does it actually look like in practice to to move over?
1: I love it, and I love <clears throat> excuse me the people that like come into and be like, you know what, I'm going to replace my full time income working part time because that's what our Ugh, promise my kind like, of people. Yeah. And they do it while they're working full time. So yeah. the, the program is 12 months. It gives you a long time, like a good chunk of time. We're not just like, oh, here it is four weeks later. See you later, right? We yeah. want to give you time to process through this, right? To be able to set it up. So I love it when folks, there's a lot in there right now. One, oh, one lady, she was just like, um, she goes, I was going to quit my full-time job in Q1 of 2024. um, But she said, I already could do it in October of 2023. So a whole quarter before she had estimated, she was like, I'm already, I'm I'm done. I quit my full time and I'm just freelancing now. Like I've been able to set up the clients to do that. And that's really our premise too, is it, it's not just about like come in and work your grind, right? Uh Uh We understand a lot of folks that come in the program, they're already burned out. They're already like, because they've been working in nonprofits They already have so much, they want like more of a schedule. They want more freedom. So the point isn't like work, 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 work. It's about how do you set up systems then in a, in a way where you have time, right? And we actually show you like you can create these so you can repeat your processes. Yes. So you need to hire a VA or somebody like a virtual assistant or somebody to come in or a grant, another grant writer under you to help you out. So a lot of people like to get that set up and they have a well-oiled machine yep. and then they're actually not even working as much. They're working part-time because they have the systems in place. So from a financial point of view, it's very, very like you can do this. 50 really is not a lot of money. How many clients is that? A few maybe, right? If you have retainer clients, which we set up, you can set up who you want to work with. You can identify what causes you want to move forward and actually niching down like that will get you more clients. That's right. right. So I see people that come in and they're like, I want to work with, um, black owned, like agriculture to create legacy for land ownership. And I'm like,
0: yes, (laughs) that specificity people are looking for that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I'm
1: like, that's, that's what you want to do. Yeah. Great tip. Yeah. We'll relate to you. Your marketing is going to be just like easy because that's That's what you're going to be marketing about. You're writing blogs about that, whatever you want to do. Right. Or a lot of y'all, you don't even need to go online. As a freelance grant writer, here's the other thing is I'm not, like, I have a lot of introverts. Actually, a lot of grant writers. That was very, my next
0: question. Okay, yeah. let's talk about them.
1: Yes. And it's, I'm always like low-hanging fruit. A lot of people, all they need to do is start with our matrix. So we have a matrix of like a low-hanging fruit marketing matrix of like who do yep. you know. And yep. I give you scripts and everything of like how you could tweak this. Here's a little email or here's a phone call message or here's just like a DM message, yeah. and it's starting with people you actually know, right? right? And most people get booked out just like that. And I always say like, what's funny, I would say being a grant writer is the best party trick at any networking event. Any networking event or conference you go to, as soon as people go, what do you do? You're a grant writer. You'll get at least three heads will whip around will look at you go, <laughs> I need your card. I know yes. somebody or I need one. It's not hard to get clients as a freelance grant writer at all. It's actually one of the easiest things in your business. What we do most coaching on is just like, how do I do my prices? How do I do my packages? How do I build up my retainers? Um, where's a, a memorandum of understanding? I'm writing a grant. Yes. Like we all of that inside our program. So we, have, we teach you the grant writing skills, but we also give yep. grant use so you're like I don't even
0: know this is good so yet. you get both okay so it will you get the how do I grant right skills like that entire you're going to build up that capacity and then you're going to get the part that you and I have basically just learned through okay that didn't work and okay that did work we've diy which is fine which is like contracts you know okay. like you said just pricing oh my yeah. gosh pricing uh, what do I want to offer? What do I want to niche down on or not niche down on? All of those pieces, yeah. they get the support there. I think that's the piece that a lot of people who are considering moving into freelancing and consulting are feels really like it feels hard. And I get that. Exactly. And I just want to honor that like it does feel hard to be like, well, what's market rate? And what do I say? And what do I charge? <laughs> And I remember my first meeting and completely undercharging. And now it's so sweet. Like I think of sweet Christina, who was like, I'll do that for $200. But it was like, listen, I didn't know what I didn't know. And to have somebody to help you through that learning curve oh, a little faster, huge. is it's the best. It's the best. It's
1: huge. Yeah, we have our how to do value-based pricing. And then we really get deep into that. We have even like when you have thoughts that come up around that, because a lot of it's based on your money trauma and your, you know, like trauma and all of your experiences with money and everything. So it does take some like looking at yourself and introspection for sure. And Mm -hmm. we honor that. So we have a self-coaching part as well that we really work with. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Like I'm suffering with guilt over charging a nonprofit. They're asking me to do it for free and I'm having feelings around this. So we really get into, we actually have a, a program inside. It's our ethical nonprofit sales strategies. So we really get into that too, because a lot of times you might think you're doing the nonprofit a huge favor by doing pro bono work or whatever. But and there's a time and a place for that, but we show you how to like kind of navigate where that time and place is and how you could actually be doing a disservice if you're not out there advertising about your who you are and what you do, right? People need your services, right? They do, and if they pay at such a deep discount or for free, a lot of times they're not actually going to do the work to get it done. So there's also give and take that we talk about there. And, and it really does help people then show up more confident about what they do and really understand the value. So we also have like um a pitch deck in Canva that we help them with, yeah, like all uh-huh. the things just so they feel like, okay, yeah, they understand completely their services. So we love that because yeah, but the, the that part of like how how are sales ethical in the nonprofit space? Yeah, it gets it can feel muddy and confusing, right? Happens. Yeah. And we don't want you to feel icky about charging a price that you're like, but that is what I should be charging. That's right. right? So it's like, we, we don't say these are the rates to charge. We work with each person individually from where they are. Like if you are in New York City, your pricing is going to be different than someone in rural, like, you know, Wyoming. Like yep. you could be, and right? That's like okay. that's, yeah, and
0: your that's okay. Your overhead costs more, like, and yeah. that's okay. Yeah, exactly,
1: yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so it's like also looking at, each person and where they're at and working them through that. So we do love to give a lot of feedback and reviews. We have a daily Slack channel, we meet up twice a month. So we can really coach people individually through how they're working through that. So we love it. And and our curriculum's like top notch, so they can go through that as well. But we love to give the reviews, like work on it, let us see it. If you have any feelings about it or thoughts, or why aren't you Mm -hmm. showing that? Why aren't you sending that out? Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's what we need to talk about right then. It's that thought about that price. Yeah. That thought about showing up. So we actually have a whole script too on how what questions, so what objections you're going to get as a grant writer specifically. Oh, that's smart. So yeah, because you're going to get a lot of objections like, well, can you work on commission? Can you work <laughs> for free? Can you give a deep discount? Do you have a grant writing certification? What's your ROI? And we show you like. Depending on where you are, here's how you can respond and step into Mm. this response with confidence because that can hold a lot of people back just because they don't exactly know how to respond to that.
0: I, even I have heard, like, I've had clients say, oh, blah, 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 this grant writer, can they do it on commission? I'm like, you guys, stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it. So everyone... <laughs> yes, yes. Collectively, if you hear that in the wild, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 You can no, no. You can no, no. go ahead like, and just
1: respond in like an ethical way of being like, it's because it's against best practices. It's because yes. you actually can't do that. A federal grant will not actually give you that budget. You know what I mean? So you know how to talk because it's not necessarily the nonprofit's fault. A lot of these questions yeah. at all. It's once again, it's a it's a more of a system of toxicity that they're not even aware of, right? So it's like, just, you know, it's not the individual. It's like, hey, we just need to educate you in your, when you're doing your discovery sales call. Like, this is how you can respond to those objections in a very ethical way and not like as a mad or angry way. Like, you guys, don't you know? Like, know Like, we can be like, oh, it's because of this. And that's why we don't do that. And it's like, oh, and most of the nonprofits are like, oh, I didn't know that. They just didn't know because there's so many urban myths out there, right? There are, so yeah. They just fall into that. and it's not wanna, products, But we got to educate them. so they, That's they have, right. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: I want to offer that because you and I have been basically on the outside as consultants for a long, long time working with so many organizations, like across the board. I know that you have worked with so many internationally, different mm-hmm. types, different everything. Okay. Can we both just say that? no matter how tiny, tiny, tiny and big, big, big they are, they use freelancers. They hire consultants. Like I could see that too, of being like, well, only this type of nonprofit will, no, no. And I can say having smaller ones tend to more. Right. And the
1: larger ones will too. I've gotten huge institutions and organizations have hired me and my clients, right, to do different grant writing. And it's, you know, it's, they all. There is a place for
0: both. There's a place for all of it. And the other piece that I was thinking, particularly for the smaller organizations, that maybe their starting salary for a full time person would be like $30,000 a year, where you're like, no, this is a no, right? I can't survive off of this. They can pay somebody less, they could pay you as a grant writer, as a consultant, less than that. You could get more awards for them. So they get more money. You get paid more because you have multiple clients. I'm like, this is just back to like, this more is more philosophy that I love so much, which is just like, there is, there is a way, I guess here's my, here's my premise. There is a way to stay in the nonprofit sector and not leave the nonprofit sector. And yeah. deliver tons of value, serve, and make a ton of money. Like you yeah. get to do those things, and Me I think the yeah. part of the part of the challenge is that people feel like to work and serve in the nonprofit sector means that I have to make maybe I can top out at sixty k, seventy k. It's like I I understand and know. And like, what if we just reject that and we do this better thing over here and still stay yeah. in this? Yeah.
1: And it will help the nonprofit's budget, right? Like, even if you said, like, okay, thirty thousand is what they're advertising for salary, I could never do that. But if you came in on a retainer and said three thousand a month, and I'm going to write yes. a number of grants, that's actually more than thirty thousand. But then their heads, they're like, oh, that's better for us. Like, yes, sure. Way that you can, you yeah. know, I'm going to do this. But think about taking on a couple of those clients, two or three of those clients, right? Like that, and that's not difficult. Like it's not yeah. difficult. And like you said, like. I see a lot of startup nonprofits, like their first EDs, like a consultant sometimes, like uh-huh, it's crazy, uh-huh. right? And like, um, but they can budget better. Like there's so many things with hiring nonprofits or consultants. So even with, I tell a lot of um, folks, and I've done this personally, so I tell a lot of my folks in my program too, is if you see a job, like a job advertisement in a nonprofit for a grant writer, apply for your business if you love that. Like yep. use your business and be like, my business can actually come on and do that J-O-B, but we'll do it under a contract. We'll be a contractor because right. a lot of times nonprofits have never even
0: thought about that. That as an is right. And as yeah. a consultant, I have been offered the J-O-B mm-hmm. to, and I'm like, thank you. And no, and guess what? They still keep me on. They've still <laughs> kept me on and said, we love so you. Please you so stay. And yep. you can, and it's like, that is the best of both worlds because I get to say, I'm out of town these 2 weeks. I'm traveling yeah. these 2 weeks. These are the blocks on my calendar. I'm not asking for approval. Again, this is how I like structure the business and that that ability, that freedom I think is it's again, it's just the best. It's the best. Yeah.
1: You so you can you can be creative with it, right? And even before I've had like JOBS while working as a freelancer and I've just thought of them as a VIP client. Like that's how they're paying me. So even coming in with that paradigm so smart. It's really helped a lot of people be like, okay, this is just like a gig. Like it's a good VIP client and, you know, but they're paying my taxes for that. Contract. It's like okay, oh my gosh, I love you
0: know? it. It's so smart. Yeah.
1: yeah, and then keeping like you're still keeping clients on the side. You're still men- mentally like I'm still a business owner, and you will have a different relationship with the ED for sure when you walk into something like that. I've yep. also had people in the program then do work as a consultant and then get hired from the nonprofit later on, and they love yep. that. Once again, they treat it like a VIP client. Mm-hmm. They and they they've gotten. Better wages than they've ever gotten yep. before. One of the ladies in my program, super cool, she wrote this grant, $2.5 million for this nonprofit. They hired her then after three weeks of negotiation. I don't know, what I don't really want to do it. But because her, the salary was huge, best benefits she ever got, uh-huh. Uh-huh. then it was in, in three weeks, she got a promotion and another pay raise in that nonprofit.
0: That is... <laughs> but like, like you're being hey, you're not my Shh. boss. That's yeah. right. She's not a unicorn though. And that's the best part is like, no, she did it and she's not yeah. a unicorn and this is possible. And this isn't a single unicorn nonprofit and one unicorn person finding each other. Oh. It's like, no, this is, this is what you get to do. And I also yes. think for, for stay at home moms for single moms or caretakers, I think yes. several people in my life are caretaking for their, their parents. It's like, this is such a great place when you're like, I cannot Report nine to five in office. I have caretaking mm-hmm. to do. It's like to be able to have, but I need st- stable income, and that's yeah. that's the magic there for sure. So we that's- covered like one of the biggest things, which I wanted to make sure we cover, which is like, oh, but I don't want to market. I don't want to sell, right?
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. So what that's I hear you girl. saying is that Maybe. you don't
0: have to go live on your Facebook page and, Maybe. um, you know, do all of the okay. things. Oh. Yes. Even a lot of people in my program don't even have
1: websites yet. Oh, like I'm literally. so glad you said that. Yeah. They're like, and I'm like, stop fiddling with your website to the other half. <laughs> I'm
0: so glad you said that. that it's true. do that? Just pick up those songs. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, don't worry about your logo. Don't worry about your no. logo, no. your website, your brand yeah. new colors. Let's go get you some business. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: That's like, you that's... don't need... You don't need all, all of that. Like, you know, it's almost like the old school, like Rolodex, that's all you need. Right. So, and it's like building that. How do you build that? Well, that's pretty easy too. You figure out what cause areas you really want to support and you go to some of those conferences and those networking events. Like I said, all you need to say is I'm a grant writer and you've got the party trick. <laughs> so like you can, you can literally another girl this last week, this it's is so true. Wrong. these things, like, this is what happens in our program. Like every week we have these Amazing things that are happening. Same thing. She's like, I just booked, I'm fully booked out with my clients now. And she said, just because I just went to a networking event and I basically was like, you know, in conversation, was like, Oh yeah, I'm a grant writer and then I'm I'm done. Like I'm I'm solid now. (laughs) I was like, all right, we're good. Within a few months of being in the program. Yeah, just because of. You, you know, it's like, yes, we can do low hanging easy things. We don't have to do hard things. It doesn't all have to be like these crazy, crazy systems and tech yeah. and all the things. Like, you don't need that. Like, you know, it's a skill and you just need to know how to connect your skill to the right people and, and know how to what you want to sell. Right. So, when you're very clear on who you are and what causes you want to serve. That's all we need. Like, I can teach you the skills. Like, we're going to also help you articulate that. And then it's like, okay, how do you do your pricing? Well, here's a few different ways. Get some feedback. Here you go. Get out there and get your clients. Like, it doesn't have to be difficult. But even throughout that process, right, once people get clients, sometimes they're like, oh, I have a, a... (laughs) problems or like, Uh you know, uh this is happening. We coach through that as well. And a lot of times that's usually because like maybe your policies, we have to go back to your policies. What your policies about like Uh how you would do grants? Are you actually resting in your policies? Are you implementing your policies? So we talk a lot about the business operations as well, which I love because we want people to be like, I, you know, yes, I'm showing up hundred percent for my clients. And that's usually like, if they have clients before they came in the program, before they had their policies, mm-hmm. but we can work on those. We can tweak those. We can help you with those. Cause we also have people that do come in going like, it just haven't got momentum in my business. So we help yep. with that. As well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, policies are again, one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, I figured those out along the way. Right. Where I was like, yeah. oh, I yeah. need that policy. I remember being like, Oh, going to put that in the contract of just like things that I you learned through, through kind of trial and error. So it's nice yeah. to have a place where it's like, okay, we got you. It's so funny because of how much you're talking about the parallel of starting and running a thriving grant writing business and what it takes to online fundraise, what it takes to become a really powerful nonprofit leader. Like there's so many through lines and a lot of it is for me just... It's less of the like, don't worry about your website and more about like direct outreach. One or two relationships can make or break. And it's it doesn't mean we're we're making you go stand on a TEDx stage or something oh, really like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. To have a business that's really thriving. I think that's the place that people either get stuck or that it feels just really hard, the marketing part, or maybe the systems part. And it makes me think about when I brought on my more recent VA this year, And I thought I had systems and she was like, I'm going to make you systems. And it's like, (laughs) yes, you can hire out for some of that stuff. You can hire your weaknesses of just Mm -hmm. like, I had a, I had a framework for her, but she boy, did she make it like 10 X better. And I told her, I was like, I've been using this framework for five years and I've had multiple people go through it. You nailed it. Like you made it better. And so you can bring out on people who help you at a very low cost. She could be a couple hours a week or something like that. So that feeling of isolation that I think that sometimes people get overwhelmed with with freelancing Mm -hmm. doesn't have to quite be that way. It doesn't have to be that way.
1: Yeah, and we have like uh, we also have once you reach 50k in your business, you get into our quarterly club as well, where we teach more like yes. concepts because we don't want to overwhelm everyone who's starting out there too. Because then they Smart. are going to dive into that website, they are going to like start tinkering, yeah, like courses and all of the things. We're like, no, 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 just wait. All you need just to be wait. doing is working in your business right now, writing grants, like and getting That's clients. Right. Like, two things. That's it. Don't be doing all the other things. Then when you get there, then we'll take you to the next level, but let's first get you there, right? Like let's get you there Mm -hmm. first. So we we do have where we can do that with them. And we have some tiered kind
0: of opportunities for people as they're going through the program. Right. Yeah.
1: Is there anything
0: else? Yeah. That I haven't asked that you would like to share about, and we're going to, before my last and final question, anything else you feel like your, your people should know? my people should know.
1: Yeah. I just, I think, you know, anyone who's working with nonprofits and in the nonprofit sector to really think about what they're doing. Am I really showing up in a way that I can really drive impact in the best way? And that might be a hell yes for where you're at right now. And it might be, I'm not sure. And here's what I'm talking about is a lot of people, they might be like, I want to have a meaningful job. So I'm going to go start a nonprofit or I'm going to go like, you know, work inside Mm -hmm. a nonprofit, but there's other opportunities. Or I'm going to go like, you know, the soup kitchen once a year, which is great. All of those things are great, but there's other skills that you might be able to have a bigger impact that suit your personality more like freelance grant writing. Like we're going to throw Mm -hmm. that out there, right? Like you can generate millions of dollars for causes, it's not just like volunteering once a month, like you can literally generate millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars, even $10,000, right? And grants, like all these things to drive a cause forward that you're passionate about. And maybe you are more like, I like to work behind the keyboard. I like to do like more. Yeah. I like writing, right? I like to figure out these puzzle pieces. This is actually where like going out and volunteering at a fundraiser is not where I'm comfortable, you can have a lot, and I'm not saying that there's not impact there, but you can have a lot of impact Significant. in other positions. Yeah. yeah that you may have just never thought about, even if that's helping like as a nonprofit consultant, right? Like what you do, Christina, right? Like helping marketing, like you can bring millions of dollars of funders and donors because you're working in a skill that really lights you up. And it doesn't have to be like the traditional, like, oh, you started a nonprofit. Like there's a lot of nonprofits out there. Do we really need to be starting more? Maybe for some causes, but for a lot of them, there's a lot of overlap actually, (laughs) right? So yeah, we want to focus on, what is the most impactful thing that you can be doing and do you need to like suffer by doing it? No right you don't.
0: right you don't so you don't
1: you, you don't need yeah. to be martyrs in the nonprofit world to make yeah. causes that we believe in like helpful. like I see so many people like working to the bone their family life is like nothing because they're working so hard because they're so passionate about like a program mm-hmm. for children like the the serves mm-hmm. children. And their own children, they hardly have any time with. And I'm not yep. trying to shame or blame. I'm just putting facts on the table. Like, sometimes we feel like we have to give so much to something that we take away from ourselves. And that yep. is toxic. That is not healthy. So really yep. have a look at yourself and see where you are maybe in in that prism. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. where, are you at? What is the lens on that? Um, Yeah, that would be my main kind of takeaway. And to be like, there is a way where you can be very impactful with a skill that you can learn that really like jives with your personality and with who you are. Yeah.
0: My husband shared this like Instagram post with with me and it it, like resonated with both of us. And it was basically like your employer won't remember all the nights and weekends you worked, but your kids will. Like they will. Yeah. Your employer is not going to remember that Tuesday night or that Saturday night or whatever. They're not going yeah. to. And so just to remember that, I think it was like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Yeah. the last you can still question drive the
1: impact you can still do but you still can yeah yes that's right that's right you can do it better you can even do it when you're not burned out when you can show up on 100% when you're just focusing on the skill that you're good at instead of all the meetings that you don't need to really attend but you have to and all the other things that you have to go to as a, as an employee you can cut that out and just focus on the skill that you're good at and drive forward impact that way
0: and I'm glad you, you said that forward. Yeah. yeah. Because that's yeah. how we work faster is when we're not in all these extra meetings as an employee that oh, wow. have nothing to do with us. Right. And we're yeah. actually fast tracking, getting the client exactly what they need and doing it in mm-hmm. our own time. Like we literally work faster. I know I, I do oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And
1: then employees are burned out because they're like, I can't reach my milestones because you're making me do all you this. You leave me alone. Needed, yeah. Right. Yes. All other as needed yes. in their job description, that, that's all they're really hanging out in, not the other things.
0: Yeah. Okay. Last question we ask on the podcast is what is one thought that you like to think on purpose? So this could be an affirmation, a mantra, just something that's like a guiding post for you that you're like, yeah, that that gives me a little, a little something.
1: I like that. I have a lot of them. I always kind of like switch out my thoughts, but I think, you know, one that I've really nestled in a lot is I am enough. And I just, I love that because it's simple. It's not like I'm amazing or I'm this. It's just I'm enough. And I think when we show up knowing, like for me, it's really been this mantra of like, I'm enough, even if I don't feel like enough today or whatever, whatever, I am. And that's, and I just think that's a beautiful kind of simple takeaway. Yeah. Yes.
0: I'm enough. I love it. Enough. (laughs) Enough. That's right. Like say it out loud. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, where can everyone find you, hang out with you? I know we're going to link to the webinar, which is happening on January 10th. Okay. Tell
1: us. Yeah. People can can definitely find us at grantwritingandfunding.com. And I know you'll have that in the show notes. So you can hang out over there. We'll have our link to our webinar. Um, more information about us. You can also join our freelance grant writer hub Haven where every single week we give out our stress-free nugget for grant writers and free grant writers so we love to have that and we also like drop our podcast as y'all are podcast listeners you can definitely jump over to grant writing and funding um christine has been on it a couple of times so you want to yep. show our grab those uh links and we just celebrated our 300th episode so cool. last week yes yeah, so i'm really excited about that um yeah so d- definitely join us over there if you're interested in more of these concepts we're dropping a lot of like what we've learned with freelance grant writers, how we train them, our formulas in our program, all of the things we talk about grant writing, we talk about all the things. So definitely, um, yeah, join us at our webinar. If you, yeah. any of this resonated with you all today and you're just like, you know what, that kind of
0: like... Sign us. up for the webinar. You'll dig. You have the same, I feel like, level of enthusiasm that I do. So if you dig me, you'll dig her. And also you, you do, I I see you run your business. There's a lot of overlap and values to mine. You send amazing value packed emails and you are unapologetic. You're unapologetic about sending emails to your audience. We didn't even talk about that today, but everybody who's listened to this podcast knows I talk about email all the time. So the very least sign up for the webinar, join the email list, and you can get a sense of like, what is trending in in the sector, what's working and what you've got cooking. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, if you join. You you guys are going to get emails, <laughs> so I'll be ready for it. But we give, like you said, very value led. Yep. Like we talk about the things in our program. Like we yep. highlight like our concepts and our industry concepts. Um, so you really understand that. Like you're on our list to know about those things. So we want to yep. let you know. So yeah, if you're interested in more, like how do I even send more emails? Like join join my email list. <laughs>
0: Amazing.
1: We can we can show you. Yeah, and I love that you do that too. Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah. We're
0: like. Go email. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on today. It was so fun. Thank you,
1: Christina, this is awesome.
0: All right. See you next time. All right. Bye-bye. You know how they say you should enjoy the journey, not just the destination. Have you ever wondered how do I crack the code to do that? I can help you do that. I can help you not only achieve your biggest, most daring goals, but the journey to get there. No more overwhelm. No more self-doubt. I want to invite you to book a call with me. Go to splendidatl.com forward slash book. Think you've reached out to everyone in your network. Are you out of ideas to get noticed and get funded? I hear you. That's why I'm giving you a chance to steal my prospect list. Yes, you can generate leads for your nonprofit or impact driven business. Grab my mini training and list delivered to your inbox instantly. Go to splendidcourses.com forward slash prospect.